Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. Studying abroad could be nerve-wracking yet a pleasurable experience. Choose wisely and choose right. Collaborate and celebrate with ECC and pave the way to a life where there is no looking back. Studying abroad has its perks and risks, but with Education Consultants Canada on board, one can sail the ship smoothly. Education Consultants Canada caters to an umbrella of study program from master's, bachelor programs to diploma, postgraduate certificate, college certificate, and transfer programs. Hi everyone, this is Mahin from Canadian SME Small Business Magazine. We recently got the chance to chat with Sanchari Senrai, a professional turned entrepreneur. Sanchari brings over 15 years of experience in client servicing, operations and marketing in diversified industries ranging from hospitality to financial and retail. Ms. Sanchari is the founding chief executive officer for ECC. Ms. Sanchari has a bachelor's degree in hospitality. In this podcast, Sanchari shared how does ECC Canada guide students to smoothen the transition with some tips for students to stay sane during the global pandemic. Hi, Sanchari. On behalf of Canadian SME, I'd like to welcome you to our small business podcast. How are you today? I'm great, Mahim, and I'm so glad to be here uh, doing this with you. And uh, yeah, I'm, it's fantastic. Thank you. No worries. Now, Sanchari, studying abroad could be a nerve-wracking yet a pleasurable experience, but with Education Consultant Canada, ECC on board, one can sail the ship smoothly. Now, from complimentary counseling to supporting students with their entire application process, helping, uh, you know, in guiding to arrive to a decision about their choice of education, scholarship, uh, you know, university selection, visas, ECC can meet like, you know, every prerequisite of overseas education that need a prospective students might have? This is uh, quite a question I get a number of times. Uh, uh, I would say ours is a classic immigrant story. So uh, basically, uh, you can say we have converted the social service into a business opportunity. So uh, uh, basically, when I had arrived in Canada back in 2010, um, it was a little challenging to get a job because I did not have the Canadian experience, though I had the international experience. So it was kind of um, getting a little um, difficult to find uh, what I was looking out for. And that kind of um, adversity gave birth to ECC, I would say. So uh, that that is where ECC was born. It had been a bootstrapping company. And uh, also simultaneously when we uh, when I was looking out for a job, I was also getting these queries uh, from different uh, families, uh, extended family, relatives, fa- family, friends, asking about the process to come here as a student. So what we were doing, uh, this is a business just to, I have to add here, it's a business where my partner, my husband, and we both run this business together, though it's uh, otherwise it's an all-woman all team. 
And uh, so these, uh, we realized, so so going back to the question, we realized that why not, um, we were forwarding those queries to, uh, to other immigration consultants, but that is just taking care of the visa process. What about counseling them, guiding them, uh, mentoring them, coaching them about the programs options? That's when we thought, why don't we start this as a business opportunity that gave the birth the business opportunity and why don't we do it um, as a business so yes that's how this uh, ecc got launched now talking about the consultation can you share with our audience uh, how does ecc canada guide students to smoothen their transition what are the programs or you know offerings that you have in your uh, under your business oh well so we firstly i have to uh, mention this that ecc builds bridges between aspirations and achievements to study abroad so we provide strategic counseling um, consulting uh, how to study in canada booking standardized tests helping with the paperwork assisting visa documentation travel so these are all prerequisites for sure but how uh, we we consider ourselves uh, unique is we do not treat our business as transactional. Generally, what happens is majority of the consultant firms would have their uh, prerequisites um, done. And once the student gets an offer letter, we are done with it. But we are uh, we help the post landing uh, services too. So we engage with the students once they are here, post it's post their admission in academic institution. And if they wish to, we kind of guide them, mentor them, help them, provide assistance to connect with them, uh, to connect with the community, accommodation, uh, pathway programs, job prospects, internship opportunities. And that's how um, even in my team right now, all my all women team members that we work with, they were, uh, some of them were interns now they are working with us and also um, they had been international students once so they are the ones who are counseling prospective international students who can be better in a position to talk about their experience live while counseling a student so they have been there done that now they are counseling new students telling them and guiding them how to um, how to uh, get settled here in canada Wow, that's actually a very good source of, you know, mentoring. Now, if we talk about setting goals, Sanchari, now the truth is it's much, much easier to set goals than to actually, you know, get them done. And it all comes down to motivation. And we'll be, let's be honest, like, you know, we have trouble keeping the fire lit and it's so much easier to sit back and think about all the things that we're going to do, you know, eventually. So Share with the audience, where do you draw your motivation and inspiration to continue to move forward? From from my team members and from these students, uh, all these international students who we recruit. Imagine, the students are, uh, especially the students, uh, we help them uh, uh, recruit here for different programs. Um, we work with 50 colleges, in uh, uh, schools and institutions here in Canada. And uh, these students are at... They are leaving their home country. They are uh, all in the age bracket of 18, 19, 20. And they are coming, leaving the country, coming here, trying to get settled, learn a, a, learn a new culture, uh, adjusting with uh, the community, getting 
to know people and uh, taking care of themselves like living expense their their uh, their uh, logistics everything so imagine from a sheltered life where they have been living they are doing everything on their own what is the best way to get motivated other than these my team members these students that we recruit like it's an enormous um, i would say uh, you know unless you have this enormous burning desire and passion to do something on your own out go there um, it's it's an it's amazing to look at them and they 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 are coming from a whole new country uh, coming to a whole new country leaving all their relationships all their academics all their cultures be behind and starting from scratch and making a uh, making a pathway for themselves isn't that motivated enough i mean i get motivation every day looking at my team my girls and my team and and all these students here no for sure i mean just you know hearing it it, it just feels great to know that you know you've kept the students in so much sync with the ethics values and integrity here in canada now as a professional turned entrepreneur you bring over 15 years of experience in like client servicing operations and marketing in a diversified industries ranging from hospitality to financial and retail what has been your biggest challenge as a professional turned entrepreneur and how have you met that challenge well uh, i would start off saying that uh, at the beginning when we were just starting off uh it was as as simple as you do not get your first client until you have a existing client base so it's such a vicious circle so when you're starting off um somebody has to give you that break for example in our uh, case somebody has to give us a contract for one particular college uh so that we can so that we have that referral and we can move on from there so it 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 is a vicious circle so, so when when you go and reach out to the the college they would say okay we would need a reference so but when you are starting off somebody has to take that um, risk on you and give that um uh, that break to you so um fortunately we had been uh, persistent enough to to continue uh, convincing a college for 3 years and uh, that's when we got our first contract and that first contract got us 60 more contracts and that we started off with 10 students with that particular college for a year to 15000 students and counting till date and and we have been working as i said 50 plus colleges and institutions all over canada we have our we opened our offices in philippines we have three offices in india in different tier cities and uh, and we we operate um in uh, toronto in in mississauga basically that's our that's our assessment center so the challenge was uh giving getting that first break but again there was someone there was a woman who uh, since we are talking a lot of women entrepreneurs and the boosting there was that woman who uh, relied or who trusted on on our uh, ability and gave that break so no for sure accomplishing all of this in such a short period of time is i'm sure very very inspirational to all the women entrepreneurs out there uh now challenges that are faced by women entrepreneurs are you know it's they 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 the like, women must contend with a wide range of challenges in business right now 
In your opinion, how do business leaders and aspiring women entrepreneurs bounce back from this uncertainty and like start businesses under these challenging circumstances? Um, I guess just you, you know, if I have to give my personal experience, just be adamant. The adamancy to keep going in adversity is the first and foremost factor, I would say. And um, and uh, unless you have that tenacity, that persistence, that I don't have any plan B, if this has to work, if the plan A doesn't work, go back, work it again. There is no plan B. So if you if you are focused, eventually things work out. It takes time, but it works out. And um, then um, uh, if I have to talk about the technical part of it, during challenging times that, again, I, I can share through my personal experiences, pivoting the business. Like at the moment, we had been uh, just helping students with choosing their programs, make, making them themselves, um, you know, helping them with the post-landing uh, 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 services. But uh, right now we realize that, um, okay, once the student is here, once they finish, they would like to file for their work permit or their residency. That's when we have tried pivoting the business where I have completed my immigration uh, consulting course from Humber. And I am a, a registered immigration consultant and ready to start work uh, uh, as soon as possible. So this is also trying to pivot the business and then get then connecting with uh, collaborate with other businesses to help your business thrive. Uh, then I would say, and that can only be happening when you uh, seek out networking and mentoring opportunities and uh, you know understand how others are working in the business. So all of it together is how it works to get through these difficult times, I guess. It's my personal experience, honestly. That's how I'm trying to make it work. <laughs> now, thank you so much for such great, uh, you know, insight in terms of, you know, sharing it with other women entrepreneurs and like in what, in what can they use to actually, you know, survive and thrive this challenging time. Now, if we talk about students, Students globally are now adapting to, you know, home studying, having had their lectures moved online and staying sane in the midst of everything going on in the world right now while getting used to studying from home can seriously affect, you know, mental well-being. And it's very easy to fall into uh, the trap of having negative thoughts. What are some of some of the tips uh, you'd like to share for students to stay sane during the global pandemic? As uh, I say, uh, or as I believe that every adversity has an opportunity. So now the students are at home studying at the comfort of their home and family because there, there's another factor also which we have seen over the years because when when you are leaving your uh, your uh, you know your loved ones, your country, it, it becomes a little challenging, the loneliness here and um, you know getting used to the new culture, the new way of working and studying and you know, doing all of it together. Now you are at home studying at the comfort of your home. So use the time best to connect, network virtually, because this networking and connect connection, expanding your connection would eventually help when you are in Canada. So if instead of waiting to come here and start your networking opportunities and expanding connection, thanks to technology, we have the option right there sitting at home. So uh, because it, 
you what you realize as as i said earlier you have to start somewhere and there is no reference to start with so once you connect once you expand your connection find a mentor who would guide you uh, how to work this um, this phase out for you what are the things you should do what are the things uh, you know how, how basically the guidance so um, and connect with your uh, make virtual connection and friends with your seniors with your alumni to understand what programs you are doing how is it related in the current business um, situation and uh, how you can transfer your skills so are your skills transferable can you can you use those skills what you are studying into different industries so yes all of it uh, if if uh, done on the right direction once you are here once a student is here the transition becomes comparatively easier no i 100% agree that you know making time for the things you love is very very important to you know <clears throat> kind of saying sane during the global pandemic now sanchari yeah. are there any final thoughts that you would like to share with us oh well it's a very uncertain time we are living in and all we can do is take one day at a time and focus on the haves than the have nots and i guess the rest will take care on its own no i i really appreciate your time today and love what you're doing on a personal loan i had come to canada to study as well and finding oh, wow. that right guidance is something very crucial to all you know students like us so That's and <clears throat> your platform have really paved the way to a life where there's you know no looking back for a lot of students out there so thank you so much for your time today sanchari Thank you Maine. I am so so overwhelmed being here and talking to you. All the best to you. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders. Music.